Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Russell Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamond. And this is Talk Arts. Welcome to Talk Arts. How are you, Rob? Really, really atmospheric right now. What? What? Why? <laughs> Why atmospheric right now? Because there's cigarette smoke all around me. Yeah. And there's someone saw like... in a woman in half <laughs> <laughs> next to us. There's lots of sound around us. Um, I hear like the noises of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. So you hear graffiti spray cans outside and shit. Nice yeah, exactly. <laughs> outside. Yeah. That's us. Yeah, no, that's me too. Trust me. We're joined today by an incredible talent. Uh, I've been the biggest fan of her work for many years he's now. Actually, touching his stomach right now. As and my nipples. Yeah. <laughs> what am I talking about you? Yeah. Um, I first saw your work uh, properly in the flesh at, in Berlin, mm-hmm. at Tanya Leighton Gallery. Yep. And I fell in love with you and Rob was out there with me as well. And we went out that night and oh we my ended God. up somewhere crazy, but we'll get on to that. Yeah. But, um, I, I actually landed really late that night. Do you remember? And I missed the opening of the exhibition. I came straight to the restaurant. And everyone you, was like, who the hell's he? Did you tell this artist we've got on that you'd seen the show? No, I went and saw it through <laughs> the window. Oh, no, no, it had been oh, yeah, locked you up. It had, it had window. open windows. That so was I, a night, I'll tell you that. that I did see that was a night. I remember ending up in light. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Let's introduce our guest today. Jamie and Juliano Villani. Booyah. Booyah. How are you doing, Jamie? Oh, good. Thank you for doing our podcast. No problem. Thank you for coming here. We've got Conkle flying overhead now. Yeah, I know. Do you find it quite loud in the studio? No, actually, everyone keeps complaining about me being loud. Really? I've, yeah, like like I said, Josh Smith Studio is right next to me, and his wife sent me a really nice email, but very thorough email, how basically everything we listen to is like a fucking, it's an echo between the two. I have windows here, and my windows face his building. So it just, it could be like, you know, the tiniest shit, and they'll hear literally everything. So I'm loud. The dog's loud. I you think normally I'm, have music on. You normally have like loud shit reggae on. on or something, don't you? Some bullshit, yeah. Lately, we've been doing mashups, making our own mashups. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like two YouTube things at once, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, right. And it sounds really good, actually. It's like, a, it's like an aneurysm. You know, yeah, yeah, I like, I like the sound of an idea. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in a new studio now, so you've been here for how long? Almost two months. And how did you find this place? Uh, my friend Polly, my friend Billy is friends with this girl, Polly, who has a gallery here called Safe Gallery, and she had a spot. And we came to look. I was actually going to get a smaller one, and I saw this, and I was like, oh, fuck. So now I'm just going to start saving money and not blowing it on stupid shit because it's fucking expensive. But 
You've yeah. just you've just bought a Chanel handbag that you've just showed us. Yeah, I know. Oopsies. But that's not stupid shit. That's, that's, not that's stupid lifelong shit. shit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. an I'll investment. Have for another ten years. That's an investment. It is a goddamn investment. And it's also an incredible bright green. Green. That's the only thing I think is worth spending money on if you're going to buy expensive shit. Shoes and bags. Yeah. Because you can wear that's cheap. That's your Achilles heel, right? Yeah, and you can wear cheap shit and no one could fucking tell, you know? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. my thing. Every time I see you, you've always got an amazing pair of shoes on. Except for, actually, these are the best goddamn what sneakers. Have you got on today? These are Hoka's. They're like called they're maximalist running shoes. I don't know, but they have like a crazy platform. They're just plain black, but they have like insane. They're kind of they could be really ugly, but they're very comfortable. And I'm short, so they have a platform. It helps. Do you have studio wear? Do you wear certain clothes? This to come is it. From? This yeah. is it. I actually wear yeah the same shit, but now I'm trying to be clean because I have stuff that I like. So there's studio clothes, and then there's nice clothes, like nice normal clothes. people's shit, you know? And well, you're still living in the same apartment where mm-hmm. you've always been. Yeah. So Good. when you leave the studio, you wear completely different things? Well, like, if I'm going to get coffee, I just wear this shit. But if I'm trying, like, you know, if I go out, I try to, like, go out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, go all out. Like, wear cheesy shit. And yes. I mean, into, like, really gaudy shit. Like, yeah, yeah. sequins, neon, bullshit, you know? So, so we are currently in New York. Yeah, <laughs> Dry like up. really trashy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We Love are it. currently sat in your new studio, and yeah. we're surrounded by a number of new paintings. And w- this is for a show you're about to do in London. Yes, at Moscow de Carlo Gallery. Cool. So, when does that open? June twentieth. Thank you, Fran. Uh, That's your assistant, Fran, over there. Yeah, she's the best. Hi, Fran. Hi, Fran. Hi, guys. Hi. She's taping off a goat wearing Uggs. That's fine. Um, <laughs> getting eyelash extensions from Lamb Chop. Um, but yeah, it's June 20th and it's going to be my second show with them. Awesome. Because so. the first one was in Milan. Yep. But I, and I flew out there to see that show. Yes, you did. You always do. For like nine, for like nine hours, I was in Milan. I was rehearsing Angels in America two I, years ago. It's so fucking funny because every time Russell comes to any of my shows, he is like, 10 people there waiting for him because they know he's going somewhere so it's like his fans come for my fanboy it's like oh. fucking crazy you know and I'm like who the fuck are you here for me or Russell you know <laughs> but you've made you've made a couple of like yeah, really strong fans yeah through both of us yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and they met, cool. met you in Berlin we had one fan there and she's yep. followed you around and she's super cool they're buying your editions Nicoletta and Nicoletta yeah, yeah. oh she's really nice she's I like her sweet. and she loves this podcast and she's not sending creepy. nice messages no she's, she's really cool that's the thing like most people are fucking creepy she's not she's like chill and she's really like taught herself all about different artists yeah. and stuff she's cool she is cool yes. plane flying overhead mm-hmm. are you near an airport here then is it Newark no or something no Newark what the fuck I don't know no. Newark well no <laughs> no no not the, yeah sorry I'm like JFK no I have no idea I'm like the queen of missing flights okay. so. <laughs> so hang on a minute over there there's a new painting you're working on which is the front cover of a Weezer album yeah I so loved Weezer it's so funny because it reminds me uh, like you know usually during a show we listen to the same thing over and over again it kind of fuels the show like my last show, it was Paul Wall, who was, like, this uh, Texas white rapper from, like, 2000s that I love. So I did a painting of him. So now I'm, I have this big painting. It's, like, you know, the brand Marnie. Yep. Well, I definitely know the brand Marnie. I was, like, obsessed with them from the age of, like, 25 He, he spent the most money on men's Marnie. Marnie than anyone else was, in they the used whole to give world. Him the sneakers are out of fucking control. But anyway, this, I wanted to – I'm painting a giant interior of Marnie store because it kind of looks sexy like a car, but car paintings, I think, typically suck. Yeah. So I didn't want to paint a car, so I painted this big red interior. I've got a car painting by you. I know. <laughs> that was the last one I did, okay? <laughs> but uh, so anyway, the painting was initially going to have a gay ghost in it, you know? A gay ghost? A gay ghost. Well, how, do you, how do you make a ghost go? It's voguing. Going down. <laughs> Love that. Oh, of course. Like, Paris, like a death drop. Paris yeah. is burning. Yeah. Oh, slut drop. A slut drop. Yeah, yeah, ghost. exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. So we tried that shit like yeah. a million times, and we got a model and everything, and I was just like, 
I liked the idea, but it just wasn't working. So I was like, well, this painting's red. It needs some green. And then we were listening to the green album. And I was like, fuck it. Like, it's such a beautiful painting that I'm just going to destroy it with the Weezer green album. You know what I mean? Do you like that, that element of your work that you... If you like something too much, you want to destroy it in some ways. I just want them to cancel each other out so you become totally confused. Or not confused, but uh, your brain can't make a decision. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like things that seem like anomalies or like they would never belong together. And I feel like Marnie and the Weezer Green album would never belong together. No, exactly. So, so I, well, I've never seen it yet. Kind so of clashes. That's what I was thinking. It's like it would never coexist in any other way. You sort of want to break a narrative when you look at a work of art. You feel like people put dot to dots, but that is such a... A, a, a narrative trying to follow that narrative just. I feel like it's kind of too easy to just be like here's my story you know yeah. what I mean so I feel like people aren't stupid they could kind of put things together the way they want to you know but for me it's just when something kind of clicks I'm like that makes sense like you know I'm doing this painting right now of a scorpion on its back and for me it's like you know untangling necklaces totally makes sense to me he's untangling necklaces yeah. on a bed isn't it yeah yeah so, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, well, you know... So the scorpion is untangling necklaces on a bed? Yeah, it's going to be untangling necklaces. Wow. Because instead of, like, talking on your phone, or you know what I mean? I feel like that's something really banal everyone relates to. And right, then, right. So I'm thinking about something to go on the bed with him, and I was thinking, like, everyone has a remote at the house with the batteries taken out. Yeah. You know, or, like, one battery in, you're mm -hmm. like, look at the check and make sure it's working or mm -hmm, something. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to go on the bed. So for this particular thing. painting, where would the source imagery have come from for the scorpion, for example? I literally looked up scorpions for like two hours and guess which one i picked the one that was on the wikipedia really <laughs> so, yeah yeah i can i'll show you guys the source later but um so you're googling googling images yeah so the internet yeah. the internet's like one of your best assets well it's funny we did this painting you, you can't see it but hold on can i go and grab my phone i'll show you guys yeah, of course okay. sorry that's all right so jamie's currently running off we've got timmy her dog at the door timmy timmy hi babe Crunch boy. Crunch boy. He's, Hi, a, he's so cute. Little, Timmy. Little oh my god. I need to get oh a picture god, of him. Timmy. Hey, he buddy. He is very oh. smart. He knows how to get my phone. Really? I said, get mommy's phone, and he does. No oh. way. And Borna got him. Borna got him that skateboard, Who, custom skateboard. Borna Samak. Yeah. The artist. And that's in the green, which you love. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He he has a show coming up at City Calls at the same time. Oh, really? Oh, same brilliant. as yours? Yeah, like a week or oh, just a couple of days after me. So you're going to hang out in London together? Yeah, we're basically we're going to share our Adderall prescription, so <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> but, uh, I actually noticed your dog was um, skateboarding when I arrived. Well, like on he Adderall. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took an <laughs> Adderall and started like a Ollie human and, uh, dog. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so see this one? Yeah. So this one's not done yet, but this is actually a photo that we took here of the solo cups, you know what I mean? And then, like, the lamb chop painting, we bought the lamb chop puppet, posed it. And You've then... had lamb chop in the work before, is what, haven't mm -hmm. you? I just like it because... Oh, I see. So you actually sometimes set up photographs yourself and take the image. It's way easier that way, I think. Was, I'm trying to find the original picture, but I feel like if... Sometimes I just, like, here's the model for the gay ghost. It didn't work out. Wildly. Oh, hello, gay ghost. Oh. You know? Oh, he's a great gay ghost. He's I know. a great gay oh, ghost. Well, he's does, quite does he alive. know that he's been asked? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's fine with No, that. he doesn't know yet. Oh. He's probably not going to be very happy about that. It's heartbreaking. But, um, yeah, I think sometimes it really depends. It's like, it, you know, sometimes the thing just doesn't exist in real life or online, so you just have to make it yourself. Oh, I see. So you see the image in your mind. Yeah, and then see, you try and make it happen. The lamb chop. Oh, wow. Right, right, right. You know? You have to, like, share that with us. That's a great picture. Yeah, so something like that. It, so, so when you put... When you, would you say you juxtapose elements together? Um, I hate that word, but I guess yeah. so. You know what I mean? I, I mean, for me, it's more about the idea first, and then I figure out what works, you know? So, like, I have a million ideas for these paintings coming up, and it's just hard for me to visualize them yet, so mm. I have to, like, you know, 
I want to do a burnt down room and the, all the embers spell out the word opportunity, <laughs> you know, but how the fuck do you make that? You know, that image doesn't exist yet. But where does that come from in your br- it's brain? It's in my brain. It's just in your brain. Because yeah. I remember, who, who do you trust for opinions on work as well, like critique? It's Brian, isn't it? Brian, Brian and my friend Billy Grant. Billy Grant, yeah. So, you know, they're really critical. But Brian's a little bit more of a hand bone, and Billy is, like, I know his brain is like an index of everything. So, right, right, right. you know, but I'm also really critical too. So, you know, something could look cool. And if the idea sucks, I'm just like, fuck it, it's light. I'm just going to toss it. Because I remember you asked me once, I came to the studio, and you went, what do you think, what, what, what ideas have you got for this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I can't, I don't know what to say. Like, I love. Put, put Whitney Houston in it. I yeah. don't know. I've just no idea yeah, exactly. where, how to help well, you thing, out. I ask everyone questions all the time because I think that, like I say this a million times, it sounds cheesy, but it's like my, you know, if it's just your voice in it, it's like a lecture. But if it's like a group of people, it's more like a chorus. You know, got it. And it's more but that's a recent thing, like, or have you always kind of worked collaboratively always, with ideas? I always ask everyone. You know, okay. like I would go to bars and you know that game Mad Libs. No, it's like you know they'll have like a paragraph and then you leave out certain words and you could put anything in there. Like it'll have like a line, be like nouns, so be like the blah went to the gym. You know, so basically right. I would make ones up like that for pains I couldn't solve. Go to the bar. Just give them to people around me and see what the fuck they come up with. Wow. Because, you know, when other people are way more interesting than yourself, you know, or they, they pull from things that you would never think of. So have you got any examples where that's worked for you? Uh, they never really work. I remember one time. <laughs> so my friend Nathan Fielder, who has a show on Comedy Central, he's like amazing. I think his show is like art. Basically, I was like, I hit him up because I, I wanted to fuck with the idea of like authority and ownership over ideas. So I was like, I literally want to hire a writer to come up with painting scenarios and I just have to make them work, like whatever they are. So you give me the idea and I just fucking have to paint it, whatever it is. So this girl gave me, it's like a friend who lives in Canada, gave me like this list and her ideas fucking sucked. Like they were awful. They were like so cheesy. It's like a Muppet's jumping out of a birthday cake and it's Jack Sparrow's birthday. And it's like, I was so pissed. I'm like, if that's what you think my shit is, like I'm not dumb. Like it's not random either. Like what the fuck, you know? So just it didn't really work out. But I remember one time I went to a bar. It was like a bro bar, and like you know, I basically like me and Billy, my friend, went with the camera, told everyone, you know, if he puts a hat on, he looks like he's like works for TV. He's like a cameraman. Right, right. right. And I put my hair in a bun and like looked clean. And we said that we were like producers for a PBS show, so we were just interviewing people. <laughs> And you know, we'd ask them like the first four things that came to their head, their minds, you know, and then yeah. people would write, like, bros would try to be impressive. So they'd be like, power, equity, jello shot, cookie, like just stupid shit, you know, but it, it never really worked out. But it's interesting, you know. It's like, in some ways, improvising. Like, as an actor, yeah. when you do improv group, you're improvising on totally. canvas. And then you just obsess and edit the fuck out of your imp- improvisation, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I remember. I wanted to do this painting of, you know, when sperm swim to the egg or whatever. Yeah. And it's like that tunnel that they go through. Yeah. So I wanted to do that. The fallopian tube, is it? Yes. Yeah. But some of them are getting distracted by a UFC fight on TV in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's awesome. I love that idea. I could not fucking find the right direction of the tunnel. So, I don't know, Billy and I spent like five hours trying to like make one in like some 3D program. And it was just like, it just didn't fucking work. You know, but it sucks. Cause like, but that's I'm, still there. You're going to make that one day. I hope so. Because you'll see the image one day and feel like that's Because doesn't it. it doesn't, like, you could totally visualize it. You know what I mean? I can, but my visualization is going to be completely different to your visualization. Yeah, but you can see it in your brain. That's yeah, when I yeah, know a yeah. painting will work out if I can see it. 
Yeah. You know, right, 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 right. Like, but is Billy got the same image yeah. as you in his brain? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Really, it's like a groupthink. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think the. But you know, I also want to do. Like, there's so many ideas that I just have to figure out and like sit down and focus. Like, someone is refinishing an antique table in a boxing ring. Like that's what it is. You know, it's like a struggle between like making him look good, and whatever, stupid yeah, shit like that. I just yeah, like amazing. you know. What so are some other ones, Fran? What are some other ideas we want to make but we can't figure I'm out? I'm coat now. I'm going to steal one of your coats. Yeah. I know. Which one's recent? Oh, yeah. We wanted to do like a... Oh, yeah. Like, uh, imagine like Robert Smithson spiral jetty after like a sorority party. You know what I mean? So like there's like beer cans. This is actually a really interesting point though, because your work often references art history, but you take it to such an unusual place. Yeah, where like everyone's like embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Well, it's funny because I want to do this. You know, I like Arte Pavera a lot, so it's mm. like Mario Murs and whatnot. I know. I can see the poster right behind us. Yeah, here. you've got Mario Murs up on your wall. Yeah, so I'm basically going to merge that with Amy Winehouse in a dream. You know, <laughs> so basically like that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like referencing art history, but it doesn't really matter. So, what, shit I like. You when know? did you first get into art and like oh, all art history? Since you were a kid, or, or well, I, the thing is, in college, I like you know my other degree is like art criticism or whatever. So, um, I used to write everyone's art papers for money really? in college, and a like, hundred bucks page guaranteed a. Like I'm really good. Because I have, like, an encyclopedic kind of memory with that. I know, but you can feel that in the work. That there's a knowledge the of... The references of, of yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot about art history. And I also, I mean, like, you know, I kind of got into art through music. Like, everyone, you look at album covers, you read the liner notes. I was, like, obsessive with, like, keeping records of everything. So, like, literally, I had, like, diaries of, like, things I was, like, reading and the who was connected to who. Like, just kind of how my brain works. So, I was a music editor for the Brooklyn Rail, which is, like... Like a yeah, art. Yeah. yeah, you know what it is. So yeah. it's kind of like my brain functions like that. And through that, I kind of started like amassing um, art knowledge, you know? <sighs> and it was always like weird shit too, you know? So where do you see yourself in the lineage in, of, art, of art history? Retrospectively, if someone looks back, who, who are you following on from traditionally? I have no idea. Like, I mean, ugh, that's like a stressful thing to even think about. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I think, almost feel like you're too young to think about that. Because you're I mean. kind of still, I'm you're like, like in it and it's kind of... I just started getting somehow. gray hairs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Jesus, you yeah, know? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, like, I can tell you, like, who I'm looking at now that yeah. I like. Um, I sound like an asshole. I'm like, I don't like it. I mean, I look at contemporary shit, but I'm not going to tell you who I'm looking at. But, <laughs> um, you know, I really like uh, Roberto Mata, who is Gordon Mata Clark's father, who was a painter in the 40s and 50s, but they're, like, fucking insane. And they look super futuristic. They look like shit graffiti paintings meets surrealism or something. They're awesome. Looking at that, looking at Mario Murs, uh, Ivan Albright, who was like a pair of 20s, 30s, but the shit looks like Technicolor, it's insane. Um, Alan Jones, you know, the guy that did yeah. all the furniture for... Yes. The woman yeah, bent yeah. over the table with yeah. the glasses. his paintings are fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. So those... Did he do a lot of advertising art, Alan Jones? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I also like, you know, I was talking to my friend, the other, I was talking to Borna the other night, and we were saying like, what would you... I also asked Fran this yesterday, like, what would you do if you weren't an artist? Yeah. You know? She said like, what do you say, forensic? person yeah. yeah or a marine biologist i was saying i know i know right like let me just dissect this new friend <laughs> um i was saying i would love to do like advertising right okay yeah, yeah. you know but like that makes sense though yeah well it's like you know basically you were directed to like 
market something towards a specific group of people, and I feel like I read people pretty well. So I feel like, I mean, that'd be fun. Like, basically fool people into buying shit and, like, visualizing that. That'd be awesome. Or be a fucking director if I knew what I was doing. You like know? a movie director or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to But you've movies. made you've made performance mm. art before. Yeah, but I'd I'd like to make like a series of like short little movies. You know really? What I mean? Wasn't you, last time I saw you? Wasn't you trying to set up like a some oh your studio where you was going to have like we made a, QVC a, a, a QVC set. channel? Yeah, we made a full blown QVC set in my old studio wow. and like it just sat there for like <laughs> we just kept on throwing garbage in it. You know, but it had like a Christmas tree, a fireplace, all the stupid oh. cheesy lights. Molding, you know, that's and, crazy. Well, because we were just gonna make a, just get really drunk and just film shit in it, yeah. you know. But but you never got around to it. No, it was too nerve wracking for some reason. You so know, it was like an empty set. Yeah, and then we just inactive. Yeah, fucking, I don't know, something's wrong with me. I just always do this time that. suck stuff, you know. Like I, I do think a lot of times it takes a shitload of like money and wasting time to get to an idea and just you, you throw it out but it still does I don't know you get to a point where you get an idea from it or something it's like always productive you know yeah of course but do you feel like do you feel like you've wasted money over the years trying to oh yeah tons it's fine I don't care you know like we'll do the most stupid shit like I remember I, in my old studio it was a really gross building and like I would do cockroach checks in the bathroom because I fucking hate cockroaches I like if I see one in my apartment, I'll get a hotel for like three days. Like, I you hate them. You've painted cockroaches, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm also, I remember painting. Well, it's it. funny because I was like, I fucking hate these things. They're everywhere. But I wanted to do this thing because Whitney was coming over. So we had a Ouija board. And I, basically, you can get these things where you put them in the cockroaches where you can control where they go. Like a magnet type thing. No, you like embed like a, like a little robot into their shell. Into a real live cockroach. Yeah, and then you can control it on your phone. What? What the fuck? And it films it. <laughs> and it films it so you can see like their POV. So well, how do, what? Who does? Where do you? What's a POV? Point, yeah, of point of view. Yeah, point and point of birth. Oh, point of what? So you can see like oh, POV. I yeah. think it was POB. Now, no, I thought you meant. I thought you meant like its nest. Like, no, point hell of no. Birth, but where you can they... see like where it fucking goes and shit. So like, a, I was like, this is a great idea because I will like be a little bit more familiar with them. I can see what they do all day and shit. Yeah. B. I can control what it says on the Ouija board so it could spell out the curator's names when they got there. So you could get the cockroach to move. And spell out the, their names on the Ouija board. I'm, this is an actual thing that you can do in the world right yeah. now. So we bought all these cockroaches. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we just never picked them up because I forgot, and they're, like, dying at the post office right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, like, that's Are something- they all embedded with these cameras? No, yeah, so you, you, have to do it, you have to do it yourself. Oh, Billy was going to do it. So what, you just catch one and just, how did it happen? It's a, it's a big, it's a, one of the big ones, like the hissing one, so you have to sand it. Oh, my God. Sand its back be, and shit. Oh, my God, this is a crazy sand story. Sand its back. Yeah, you put it on some, like, weird little pad thing that it passes the fuck out. And then oh you sand it back God. and you put this needle on its brain. Well, anyway, the, the, the end of the story, she didn't do it. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's quite good And I wasted, like, $600 no, on the cockroaches. No, and they're like cockroaches were And they're all hissing in some post office Yeah, they're in the post office, yeah. So, look. You've, I've seen you describe your paintings before yeah. as almost being like TV in the mm. sense that they are what they are. Yeah. And the audience doesn't have to... The audience they can, can do the just, work. Yeah, yeah. They, exactly. But also, they, they, I mean, they just function... This is the, I mean, they do function like TV. And I think a couple of years ago, more so. You know, because they were a bit more cartoonish or comic-y or graphic or whatever. But now I'm kind of thinking them more as like car accidents. Wow. You know? Kind of like, you want to look... But you don't want to look, you know, mm-hmm. or something like you. It's like watching Live Leak, you know, Live Leak. No. It's like really fucked. It's basically YouTube that doesn't take anything down. So it's like, you know, basically it's like people, it's like faces of death, like people dying on camera or really bad car accidents, whatnot. Like 
basically, after, this sounds fucked up, but after I got the dog, I was like, okay, I'm turning into like a mush brain. Like I became soft. I got the dog. I got a puppy. I was talking baby talk all day. So I needed something to make me hard again. You know, like tough, like get my edge back. So I started watching Live Leak. And I got in, like such a lively K-hole. Like just, it's so fucked up. But like, basically, like, watching people like get cut in half by trains and whatnot. And I feel like is this like a is this like a dark a, web thing or is this actually no, on no, the it's, internet? It's on the internet. Oh my god! It's I crazy. Liveleak.com. It's like wow. everything's on. They have like it's not all graphic shit though. Did it make you hard from watching? Not like hard in a hard sense, but mm. like toughened you up. Kind of. Now I'm just immune to it because I've seen like hours and hours of it. But I feel like that's kind of how the paintings function. Like it's. You want to like it, but you also don't want to admit liking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I kind of think of the paintings in a way. Well, I've got a painting in my house of an alien playing with its penis with an ostrich yeah. walking across. Now, yeah. when I first got that painting, I've always loved it. Yeah. But when I first got it, so many people were what shocked fuck? by it yeah. or they were just adversely like, I can't look Deal at with this that. Shit. I don't really get what the fuck is that Well, it's about. so funny because I, at that time I was really... And actually, it's one of the only things I could watch before I go to bed every night. I try to watch some animal nature show. Yeah. Because I feel like life is so stressful. And then you watch, like, someone's, like, child being eaten raw. You know, that just, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you know, shit's not that bad. You know, it yeah. actually makes me calm down. Yeah. So I was watching so much David Attenborough. I love him. Yeah. And He's amazing. that's kind of, like, where the – that's what the ostrich foot is from. Like, the first planet on Earth or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But it kind of makes sense. Like, me jerking off, like, watching David Attenborough or something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But. But the thing is with the painting now is that people it's still up in my apartment. Yeah. People come over now and because life's moved on a bit since that was 2013 13. Yeah. so since then life's moved on and now people see it and they're like that's cool I really like that and yeah. the response now is so different to when I first got it and it's I don't so know if that's crazy. because the world has got more fucking crazy that people are more immune to stuff I feel stuff. like more people are more uptight now yeah. You know, like everything has to be political you have to be super sensitive to fucking everything Yeah, you know and I feel like not only, like, a sense of humor, but, like, a sense of, like, being open and honesty is fucking gone. I feel like everyone's being such a pussy when they're making work because they're scared to do anything offensive, you know? I remember you said that the first person who makes Trump artwork is a douche. Is an or, idiot. Is an idiot, like, yeah. It's, like, the most basic shit you could possibly do. Yeah. You know, it's, like, clickbait, you know? It's I don't his, know. Yeah. It's fucking clickbait. I don't know. I'd rather see something, like, like, fucking Robert E. Lee or something. You know what I mean? Like, another figure that is, like, out of... Who's Robert E. Lee? Remind me of that. He was, like, a, a general in the Civil War. <laughs> okay, right, okay. You know, but, like, something That's like that. That's not about British history. Yeah, though. yeah. Well, it probably was because he was British, right? Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, no, I that. think it was... I forget. It was Union Irish? or whatever. But, right. like, you know, something like that. I don't know. I think it's, like, a little bit more complicated and still does the same thing, <clears> you know? So it doesn't have to be the most, like, base level of bullshit, you right, know? Right, Like, who... Oh, fuck. What was I... I was going to do a painting of someone. I forget what I was going to say, whatever. How do you feel about the, them works from them shows now, like the works that I've got and everything? How do you feel about them? I like, I like them. I mean, I wouldn't put them out if I didn't like them, you know? Yeah. But usually I only, you know, there's a quote, you're only as good as your last painting. And that's usually the thing I'm most excited about, like the last thing I made, right. you know? But it's funny. I have like three favorite paintings and they all were from the last JTT show. Oh, right. Which one was it? Does I kept this, two of them. Does this pull or push, that one? It was, no. It was Penis Breath. Yes. <laughs> which is, it was a uh, sketch. <laughs> Rob's like, yeah. loving life right now. Here, actually, I'll show you. <laughs> the mention of the word penis. It's so it's crazy. Like, oh, it's funny because I have the booklet here where it's from. So I'm looking at, um, 
<laughs> and is this the show where when you walked into the gallery there was like a, a gallery that wasn't your show, show in front yeah. of my show I wanted to bring that up because I love that whole idea. graffiti paintings because yeah, I yeah. it's like fuck it you think I'm juxtaposed so take people, this people yeah. listening to this basically you walked into the gallery JTT, JTT gallery, yeah. here in New York and you'd walk in and people were thinking it was Jamie and show and then it was terrible graffiti it was terrible graffiti and, and like it a looked shitty like room. a white cube kind of gallery yeah. and then you had to walk through a door and it you would take you to the actual exhibition at the back you basically but, had to slide a giant painting that said toys can't hang to the side yeah, and then my show by default is immediately like refreshing or like less trashy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like a like sigh of relief, like ah, this is like art now. You know? But the funniest thing is, some people didn't make it to your show. I know, like saw. whoa, she really is losing her shit, yeah. and then they just left. Uh, quite really? a few people well, told me, in the entry. yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, this is disgusting. I'm it was leaving. Really funny. Yeah. And they but, were like, what is she doing? Do you like that? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, and that, <laughs> hopefully, some people would know to get inside. That was the point, you know? And also, word got round because I was in New York that time mm. and everyone was talking about it. It was very, very funny. It was funny. Well, I loved it. Well, the show, my show, JGT, was called um, 10 Pound Hand, which is basically when a dude pushes your head down to give him a blowjob. So, and then the, the fake show in the front was called If Balls Could Talk because it was like really bro graffiti shit, you know? So it was like this self-portrait thing in the back room and then this like uh, really New York specific bro graffiti thing in the front, you know? But my, one of my favorite paintings in the show was called Penis Breath. And so I found this book and... Um, Where did you find this? I think I got it. Oh, I got it on eBay. Because I always look for, like, concept sketches for commercials and whatnot because I just like how light they are. So I basically found this one, which is so fucking weird looking. And it's this kid pouring cereal for his mom and dad in bed. And I really liked it. So I painted that. And to disrupt it, I was like, okay, what's the opposite? This is it. That one, yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is very inside the house, you know? So I was like, the opposite of being inside in your parents' bed pouring fucking Cheerios is, like, a possum in a garbage can with, like, those green lights on it mm-hmm. with, like, a rave pacifier on, you know? So it's, like, inside, outside. Mm-hmm. That's how my brain works, you know? Mm-hmm. With the, you know, But it's so crazy. I found out... Also, another reason why it was called Penis Breath... Okay, this is TMI, but I was getting a colonoscopy and an endoscopy or whatever when they put it down your throat. Yeah. And I was, like, really nervous because I thought I had, like, colon cancer. I was like, I'm going to die. I was flipping out. I had, like, a bunch of health problems at this time. So I'm trying to, like, chill out before I go and get my colonoscopy. And I see this sign. It's, like, art upstairs in, like, some weird building in Midtown. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. It was with Billy at the time. Go upstairs. It's this fucking guy's studio. No. After you got this book? Yeah. That no I already painted it. And I was like, don't say anything in the elevator that we're making art and shit, you know? And it was just so fucking insane that we just walked by it. And you know what I mean? It was right there. We went up. We got a private tour and shit. It's fucking wild. I was like, what the fuck? It was like some random... Did you buy anything? Did you... No, I mean, trust me, I was looking for every fucking concept sketchbook they had, but but it was funny because I appropriated... I literally just painted this thing and put something on top of it, and, like, we were getting a tour from one of the people that worked there, and, like, he, like, found some, like, Holocaust survivor's art and, like, fought for this woman to get her art back from this museum. Like, he's all about ownership. I was like, uh-oh, we're fucked, you know? <laughs> and then, like, uh, it was funny. He, like... He's an amazing drawer, but he, I guess he did, like, a lot of comic book shit. So he had this big painting, and it was, like, the shittiest painting I've seen because I guess he doesn't understand, like, paint materials. Right. It just looked like junk. It was, like, some was glossy, some was matte. It just, like, right, looked right. sloppy. And the guy giving the tour was, like, you know, he was, like, if Lichtenstein could sell it for, like, one million, why can't he? And I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, I literally just painted this dude shit. And I'm, like, ugh. You know what I mean? It was, like, such a mind fuck. But I think that... Related in my brain to why it's called penis press. Anyway, 
Right, right, right. It makes sense slowly. <laughs> yeah, you know, it does. It takes it. me a while. I'll just get, it'll get there, though, you know? So I like that. Yeah, because I liked the idea of, like, basically embedding a painting into another painting. Because right. that's essentially what I'm trying to do with the paintings anyway. But this is, straight, like, straight up fucking goes for it, you know? Would you see it as a more sculptural element? No, I think it's just straight up paintings with paintings, you right. know? But I do want to make this painting... Um, I want to basically put things, actual things, inside the painting, like objects. So what I want to do for the next big thing I do is, uh, you know that uh, Norman Rockwell painting of, like, the Thanksgiving dinner, blah, blah, blah? Mm. Basically paint that, try to paint that as is, and then in the middle I want to embed a microwave, and when it opens up it's just a slut. In what how? Like... <laughs> It's like in like red paint, like slow. And is it activated by the viewer? They can push it open. Yeah, just bings open. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Yeah, that'd be love really that. good. Like a microwave, and that's a slut in like red, like all shitty. Like, I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah I love that. That would yeah. also be quite a departure for you because your paintings. I was just thinking about, in a way, even though you've got um, kind of three D elements to mm. them, and they could almost be like moving in front of you. Like, but they are very flat. In well, a way. that's the thing. It's like, and there's this kind of flat screen element to them. Well, it's funny because I went to school like I started doing sculpture when I went to art school and I'm just terrible at it but that's kind of how I think in layers you know so I'll start with the back and then I come forward so that's why they kind of like they look spatially bizarre you know um but I feel like that's taking it to another level you know many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But it's funny. So I'm doing the show and I extended it like, I needed more time. Like, I was like, give me, like, two more weeks, please. Anything. And Ludovica, who's the director of the gallery, she's like, listen, if you ask for two more fucking weeks and you give me a fucking painting with a microwave in it and that's it, I'll kill you. And I was like, all right, fine. And you, and you told her that idea. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, no, no. She's like, make actual fucking paintings. Don't put a microwave in anything. <laughs> no one wants a microwave painting. I was like, fine. But I actually did this painting that it was at this show at the Maxi Museum in Rome called... Um, Okay, you know, like, those video chat things you could talk to the dog with? Yes, yes, yes. It's, like, basically you FaceTime the dog. Yeah, you can see it on your phone what they're up to, I basically yeah. put that in a... Here, I'll show you. It's basically a naked gay Filipino man on the beach, and it How just... How do you know he's gay? Is he Vogan as well? He looks pretty or? fucking gay. Oh, yeah, okay. He <laughs> <laughs> he's a gay nudist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll be able to tell you whether he's gay or not, I reckon. I'll tell you. You'll we can. Know. What's it called? Know. Gaydar. It's the original Gaydar, isn't it? You can tell which other guys are gay. Totally. I mean, all my friends are Oh, my God. I came to that show in Berlin. That's the one. That's the Berlin. Yeah. That was such a great show. Love that passion. And in that show, you had that, that sculptural work. Like, like a stained glass. The dolphin, glass. In, the, the dolphin in the window. Don't worry. The Chicago images are a big influence for you, right? Pashka, you like Pashka. I love him. He's the shit. This. 
Oh, wow. It's not on in this one because they fucking suck there, but basically... I think you think he's gay because he's got a moustache. Yeah, it's like It looks 70s. quite like 70s. Yeah. 70s clone But this thing was funny because we were like FaceTiming the museum. Like it drops treats and shit, you know? So you can see people looking at the art. Yeah. Oh, what's that? It's actually on the painting. Yes. Oh, I see. So you That's have done amazing. that. I didn't know you'd done that. But then like some German dude turned it off and didn't know how to turn it back on, which sucks. But I, it's just so funny. It's like, because the... The museum was designed by the Maxi Museum that the show was at. It was yeah. designed by Zaha Hadid, and it's, like, the ugliest fucking building ever. Like, so ugly. Like, we kept on making all these jokes about Zaha Hadid, like, that we just do a painting of her pussy, which is, just like, a giant metal trap, like, chow, you know? So we basically... <laughs> we basically... So in the middle... So we had three big paintings, and then in the middle of, the, of my space, because everyone got this little zone, we had a tether ball, but that basically when you hit it, it was supposed to have Zaha Hadid's face on it, and it barely skimmed all of the paintings. And when you hit it, it says, I don't give a fuck. So we did this, and they wouldn't let us put Zaha Hadid's face on it, Aww. which sucks. So we had to, we, I was like, you know what, fuck this, because it was like a really dry show. It's like all about what Italians think that like um, fucking like digital computer post-internet shit is. Yeah, right. So we just got some guy that looked like, Takashi 69 just tattoo the fucking ball during the thing. So we put like Zara Habib instead. <laughs> but uh, the best part was um, I love, you know, you got me that really awesome Richard Genori little vase. Yes. So Richard Genori is like a very Italian, old school, really expensive like uh, pottery company. So basically we had $5,000 worth of Richard Genori right above all the paintings. So they just barely, like the Zaha Hadid, I don't give a fuck, just barely skimmed like 5K worth really? of pottery. It was funny. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think that's funny. That's great. It's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. cool. It's like so really that, hazardous, you know? Did they make a video of that? No. That's why they fucking suck. Uh, I know. And, and also, the pictures, though, online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we can well, find the whole those. thing was, too. By the way, I love this next painting. I Russell love this and I were obsessed so, yeah. with this painting. I wanted, I wanted him to buy it so badly, but I think somebody else that got it. That was a listening gallery, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Just a Corey great Archangel. Work. So this, pa- th- this painting has the word 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, It's just a really 40s. simple, big baby bottle on blue, like velvet. It's amazing. And it's funny, I like left out 90s for a reason. Like, fuck the millennial kids, you know? <laughs> you know, like, fuck those choker-wearing hoes, you know? Um, <laughs> totally. But, like, you know, like, I'm saying this, I'm like a dinosaur now. Like, I can't have six gray hairs, that's enough. Can I ask you something about, so when you were growing up, mm-hmm. I read that when we were doing research on you, that um, your family were um, commercial, commercial printers, printers. Printers. And printers, and then you grew up around screen printing. Yeah. So ha, do you think that's had a lasting kind of in Totally. Impact? Definitely. Well, you know, like, they had a big factory in, like, Newark, in, like, a really shitty area. And my parents, like, it was so fucking rude. They'd bring us, like, it's, like, 115 degrees in this giant warehouse, and we're, like, making Pope t-shirts by, like, the fucking heater. You know what I mean? Like... We basically worked in the factory. It was like child, free child labor. But where, where was this? Newark, New Jersey. Okay. But, you know, we were in there all the time, and we had nothing to do except for, like, play with boxes, fold T-shirts for Party City, or, like, <laughs> look at the fridge magnets that are, like, all the shit. Because my parents would make everything, like, like shirts, like, beer openers, like, fucking koozie, like, mugs, blah, 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 everything. So I would see this repetition of these things. Like, literally, they're making, like, hundreds of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then if, you know, the shirt was shit or, like, the ink got fucked up, they'd use it as rag or reprint it. So I'd see, like, all these layers all the time. And I think just seeing, like, these images, like, being reproduced constantly and having so many different lives, you know what I mean? Like, also that level of design, you know, like, it's, it's, I mean, it's shit graphic design, but it's graphic design, you know, like, Britney Spears t-shirts or, like, Yankee shit or, like, you know, the pizza place down the street, they did everything. Mm -hmm. So I think just uh, 
seeing that stuff constantly being printed did something. That's so interesting. And you were also seeing many different um, types of branding in a way, mm-hmm. all together at once, mm-hmm. like Britney Spears and then the pizza box down, yeah. you know, down the road. That's how my brain works now, yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. what I was used to. You know, I was really surprised when I read that about you. Yeah, I didn't even know that existed. I mean, I've known your work for a long time, but I'd never read that about you. And I was like, that makes so, so much, much sense. sense. A little too much sense, I know. And yeah. like you were talking about advertising and all that kind of stuff, because it's not advertising your work at all, but there yeah. is, there is, you can feel something. that language. Well, I'm also aware that other people are looking at them. It's not just for me. It's like, I mean, I'm making whatever I want, but I also know it's a visual thing. You know what I mean? And it has to read as a visual thing. Like, for me, anything too abstract doesn't translate to everyone. You know what I mean? So maybe it's like kind of like a populist way of looking at making art, even though these things are hyper-specific and like really weird and unique, but I'm trying to get them across in like a democratic way. So it's not so like circle jerky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not so self-indulgent, even though it is incredibly self-indulgent. That's the only way I can get away with these. Making them, like, translate in a visual way that is, like, base level or something. You know? Legible. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah totally. totally. Yeah. And we were talking about um, Trump. You'd be an idiot to put him in your artwork. Is there certain other things that you'd be like, that's not fucking going anywhere near Yeah, like, a, like an iPhone. Stupid. Um, like, any of that political shit I'd try to stay away from. Because, honestly, I don't even vote. I'm a piece of shit. I'll say it right now. I don't vote. But... Uh, that, what else? I'm trying to think. Like, any, what else do we, like, make no, no why cigarettes and paintings? Like, you just think you just don't. No food, I think it's cheesy. No anymore, no cars anymore. No, no cars cig- anymore. No cigarettes, cheese ball, no, like, weed or anything. Um, like, there's certain things I think are just corny, yeah. you know? Like, I do think that, like, food paintings could be really cheese ball, you know? Or, like, there's a bunch of shit like that that I just, I'm like... It's too simple. And then do you also have a list of things in your brain that are things you want to include in paintings and then maybe they don't materialise until five years later or something? Do you want, to, want me to read you the fucking list? Yeah, go on, do yeah, it, do it, list. do it. This so like, so this do you like keep a list, list all the time then? So for example, like you've got Amy Winehouse over there yeah. and is she someone that you always wanted to paint or is that a recent... Right, right. Okay. Sorry, give me a second. Yeah. It's called Good Painting Ideas. Good Painting Ideas. Just pick it up from there. I think so. Great. Uh, Give me a sec, give me a sec. What the fuck? Sorry. It's all right. Okay. To MFP. Sorry. Are you going to be able to hear me? I don't know, actually. Can we just print it out? Unless no, we, we walk over to you, hang on. Can you bring this shit over? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to walk over to you. Anything for you, Jane. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Burnt room. That, here's like, so I make these lists for painting ideas, and sometimes there's something. Some of these suck, but burnt room that spells out opportunity. Oh, that's one you're just talking about? Yeah. yeah. Memory album that says my first life. <laughs> um, showing the bouncer your birthmark. Uh, a metal rabbi blessing a radiator. Um, a lawyer defending a case in court holding the Ripley's Believe It or Not book as evidence. Um, you know, trap house, like a trap house with new mulch in the front. No, what's a trap house? It's like, you know, like fucking... It's what Nicki Minaj raps about. Yeah, look. Trap house. It's like where they sell drugs and shit. Yeah. And it's like... A drug house. But there's always like a, like this shit. 
Oh, right, okay. Oh, but then there's, like, new mulch outside, you know what I mean? the whole genre of music, trap. Yeah, it sucks. What, where you go and buy your drugs? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like Migo shit. It's, like, really slow and sounds like everyone's on drugs and it's like, nah, nah, it just sucks, it's boring. <laughs> um, an aneurysm versus a shooting star. What about a sex tape versus a diploma, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know what, an exploding wedding album. Oh, this is one I really want to do, so... You know, there's like high security entrances for buildings. Like you have to swipe a card or put your thumb on it and you right. can have access. Yeah. It's like lockdown zone. Uh-huh. But when you lock, you go in, it's like an Easter craft room. So it's like lockdown Easter craft room. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, What's a delicate motor? I don't know. I just like the way it sounded. What about this one? Um, like an archaeologist and they're dusting something off, but yeah. it's like a dust pussy. It's nice. like a fossilized so pussy. discovering a fossilized yeah. pussy. Yeah, lovely. Um, you know the, the chest burster from Alien? Yes. But it's like coming out of an old American quilt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, what about a tumbleweed barely making it into a garage door closing? I like that. I know, but it's, I try, we photoshopped it, and tumbleweeds, it, just, it doesn't look that good as a thing, but as like a video or something, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be great. You know? Um, a deer about to be hit by a car, like blurry, and it says RSVP. I feel there's like a deer already, in my one. I was about to say, mm-hmm. I think you've already had that in a yeah, painting. Here's one. Shh, lower it. But they're, oh. sh- they're shaking hands. It's not been hit. Oh, okay, He's shaking okay. with the moon. Um, what about, here's another one I like, which we really want to do. Well, what about this? A calendar that every day says me. <laughs> yes, very good. And what That's about. That's Rob's calendar. Yeah. I, spider trying to fit, <laughs> spider trying to fit into a flip flop. Yep. And this is the one that I really like. Which is, so apparently lobsters live for 300 years. I'm going to make this fucking painting one day. We tried so hard. This is another uh, time waster, money waster. So, here you go. I'm going to sit. Robbie, Robbie, sit down. You sit. I'll sit on the floor. I like That's it. That's right. I'll squat. Really? Yeah. That looks really, those are tight pants. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to test them out. Yeah, turn around now. <laughs> look from the back. People would um, pay to see that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, I'm like, where's my fucking phone? <laughs> Um, so lobsters 300 years they old. They live for 300 years. And Do they actually live for 300? I mean, you send a story like once. Yeah. So when you eat a lobster, when one eats a lobster, because yeah. you don't. Yeah, it's all like. It could right. be like a 300 year old. Yeah, it's all you. like the light bulb getting invented and shit, and like Nixon. You know what I mean? It's all like all this crazy, like your grandma's burst and shit. Like it's seen everything. So people are like, I'm gonna get a lobster roll for lunch. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I wanted to make a painting of a lobster about to be boiled, but. Right before it gets boiled, it sees everyone else's life flash before its eyes. Wow. So it's like a 300-year timeline. That sounds intense. So Fran actually went and bought two lobsters, and we live lobsters, and we did a photo shoot with them. And then it got – it was evil because I've, I've never eaten them, and I felt bad boiling it, but we had to for the photo. Yeah. I'll show you on my phone. Huh? Oh, God. They make a hiss, don't they? Yeah, it was evil. But you, you are strict vegetarian. Or yeah, ve- are you vegan? I haven't had meat since I was nine years old. Since you were nine? Yeah. And that was that because you're an animal lover, or was yeah, it? Yeah, I just think it's wrong. It's like not my role to play God, you know. I mean, I'll buy a fucking snakeskin Chanel bag, but I'm not going to eat that shit. I think it's wrong. I also had, I was like a big fish dork. You know, when I was a kid, I got really into the idea of being a vegetarian. Mm. It sounds cool. When I was about 10 or 11, and I read a book (laughs) about it. And then I ended up putting photographs of kittens on my, we had box files that you keep all your stuff in at school. And I put like pictures of kittens and said, don't eat animals. Oh my God, that's awesome. But it's like, who eats kittens? (laughs) I mean, that is a Rob Diamond interpretation there of what what it means. So we did all these things. Oh, was it trying to climb out? Yeah, it was evil. Because one saw the other one die and he knew it was over. Oh, no. I felt so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so we did all these, and then they got really weird later. We 
just were having fun with them. So, well, um, after they died. Yeah. So that wait, it gets really kind of interesting though. So I really kind of want to paint. We did this like spy kids photo shoot with them. So it's like. What's it holding? It's hanging in a mirror, and it's something. It's a it's a card that says piracy or parody on a mirror, <laughs> which is it's a great image. And then it got a little much when we started doing this kind of shit. <laughs> Trying to plug in the blow dryer. So, but you haven't made, you, you, you <laughs> haven't then, made anything see, with these images yet. No. That's berserk. Look at this. This one's trying to adjust the volume on the speakers. <laughs> you know, wow. this is the kind of shit that we do. And did that smell at that point or? Um, I was drunk, so I didn't, really, right. I don't remember. <laughs> but these are cool. Yeah. You know? And it was so will, will they end up in a painting at some point? Probably. I mean, it was like $60 for the lobsters. So, you know, and also we boil them alive. It'd be fucked up if we didn't do something with them, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, then I have to make like 10 paintings of like the first radio flyer and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's a lot of work, but I think it'd be a really good That sounds like piece. a big painting as well in my head. It's, it's going to take a long time. Can I, can I put my hand up and ask a question here? Yeah. Um, paparazzi Ouija photograph of Ouija board writing bitch. Uh, oh yeah, one? so basically, <laughs> like a, you know, like when you see someone behind a fence taking a photo, like paparazzi shit. Yeah. So they're trying like zoom in on like the Ouija piece, like the one that you used to push the thing around. They try to take a photo of it, and the Ouija looking back is like "fuck you" and trying to spell out the word "bitch." Got it. Doesn't see, but you can't. I don't know how you fucking paint that. You know. Wow. I like this. Can I just say, there's hundreds of notes here. This is just. This mental. is like baby shit. I love it. What about war children burying an N64? That sounds nice. I know, right? A volume fader on an urn. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been, you've been keeping people in this list for years, right? Yeah, the, we have like boxes and boxes of all these notes. Wow. Because it's like, I mean, that's like the, this is the best part of the painting is this stuff. Do you ever get painter's block? <laughs> yeah. So this list is there as? One of them. But usually it's like, you know, these things have a shelf life, these ideas. Right. So after like a week, I'm like, fuck it, let's come up with better ones. And you, you know? delete them or you still leave them on there? Still leave them. I mean, that's why I hoard all this shit. I like... Hundreds and hundreds of lists like this. Well, and then you print them out and, and, and file them somewhere. Now, this is the only one I ever typed up. Usually it's like scribble, scrabble on paper. Oh, okay. So, like, this is shit from last night. Like, antifreeze in the microwave. Um, that's how I would think of, like, time travel. You put antifreeze in the microwave, you know? Or, you know, Nick Cave is the sound suits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, have you ever seen Force Field? Those hay things from Force Field? No. It's like um, Jim Drain kind of shit. Who? Jim, Jim Drain. Drain. The old art look. These. So I wanted them to be like battling, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, and these are like stupid. I, I mean, I don't even know if I'm gonna do it, but it's just an idea, you know. Um, yeah, or like here's another one, like an upskirt shot, you know, like and there's like Korean cafes where they have the mirrored floor. And like you could see the girls like in their underwear, they have them. It's like so the girls know that that's happening. Yeah, though. it's like a fetish thing. They wow. have them in like Asian places and shit. It's like wow. a big thing. But basically, instead of a vagina looking back at you, it would be either like a telephoto lens or someone breaking down cardboard. Got it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know we are. I kept on wanting to make a painting of someone breaking down cardboard because yeah. it's like the most banal. Thing. Like no one likes breaking down breaking boxes. a box down. Yeah. yeah. So how the last few years you've okay. you've become you've become like really kind of more well known than you were when we first met you. Mm -hmm. And what's that felt like to finally kind of have a level of success? Like was that weird. important to you? It's weird. Yeah. Like 
I was in LA. It was like, I don't know, like a while ago, last time I was in LA, and someone like was like, are you Jamie? And I'm like, how the fuck? It's weird. Like, I, it's cool, but it's fucking weird, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, look at me. I'm like, I'm like breaking out right now, and like, I don't know, it's fucking wild. But then it's kind of, I don't know. It's just bizarre. I'm like, really? It doesn't, it seems like fake to me. Or like, I don't think people actually know who I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you've like, always sold your work, haven't you? Yeah, but that's different, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think I look that. I mean, I was like, like a normal fucking person. Like people remember. I don't think I you like, do. I think you look I guess like the teeth. You know, no, it's not the teeth. I think you you've got this special quality about you. You definitely so, have aura. You're so I remember unique. the first you time you're I like met a you, little said, pop star. Or, yeah, you're talking about Amy Winehouse. You're like yeah. Amy you Winehouse, have that sort of you have that sort of really like extra energy. Something, something. Yeah, yes. You're, you're um, Amy Arthouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's not good, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punch me. I'm like I'm like sweating in my seat now. But sorry, I apologize. Give a shit. It's fine. I, th- I just think though, it, like I, the one thing that I do think I'm doing a good job of is actually not. I like you know when people like become more well known or start making money or whatever, they become yeah. like an asshole. Yeah. And I, the one thing I don't think I've changed at all. No. You know, I'm still like the same person because I have a lot of friends that you know when I used to work for all these other artists. And I remember I'd meet certain artists who I wish I would say, but I can't because it's evil. Yeah. And I see them a lot, but they would just treat me like such shit. You know, like, someone came over to my old boss studio that I used to paint for, Eric Parker, and this one person literally gave me their garbage to throw out and, like, a cigarette butt and shit and, like, just, like, really wouldn't even say hi or anything. It's just, like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. I've just been there. Do you know what's really interesting about that is I had the same experience before I worked at the gallery mm-hmm. where people would be incredibly rude. And now, Fuck 10 years later, See him. you know, but they're not around anymore. And a lot of those horrible people end up not actually having galleries anymore and yeah, stuff dude. like that because they're, they're so assholes. horrible to people that they, they actually alienate everybody. So that's, you know, I just don't, just, there's no, there's nothing acceptable about acting like that. I, I worked for Dana Schutz for a while. And when I was working for her, she was awesome. Really She's nice incredible. Person. I love her. And like, she basically was like, told me, just fucking be nice to everyone because you have no fucking clue who's going to be what, you know? Mm. And she's totally right. Like, she's so nice. She's like, nice to people. Like, That's the same shit. in my business. They always say, be nice you to the runner, to. be nice to the ADs because they're going to be a director producer one day. So. Yeah, or you just, in like, I just, I hate when you can tell someone's a fucking ass kisser mm. and they want, yeah. I hate people that want something from you instead of trying to like be with you yeah, yeah, or yeah. be yes. present. They just want yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, why are you even fucking here? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. Or, but isn't it, isn't it easy to be nice if you're actually just a nice person? Yeah, totally. <laughs> it shouldn't be an effort totally. to be nice. Yeah, it's like, how, I think, I feel like I have a good judge of character. I could tell yeah. if someone's a shithead or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just don't fuck with you. But I don't. Have, have you felt like there's been shitheads come into your life since success has happened? Oh, hell yeah. But like, I just, you know, like, I just don't fuck with them. You know, yeah. that's why I have like a couple close friends. Uh-huh. That's it. And, you know, even like, you know, it sounds stupid, but there's like advisors and shit where I know which ones I actually like and give a shit and which ones aren't like little pieces of shit. You know, and I actually have like cool relationships with these people because they're fucking cool people. Like, yeah. I'll see them out at some like opening or whatever, and we start talking about like bullshit. Yeah. And they're just nice and chill yeah. and not trying to like come over because if someone wants something. Yeah. yeah. We're just talking about like makeup or something stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like those kind of people, like normal fucking people. You know? Are you, um, are you good with money? Am I good with money? Yeah. No, hell no, obviously. What do you think? Guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a fucking credit card. Don't like, you? No credit card. We'd go into national debt, literally. I love, I'm, Fran, how bad am I with money? Pretty fucking bad. <laughs> she's crying as she says that. It's really bad. Like, honestly, it's impressive how really? I could blow money. Like, every day, like, because I can't get up, so Fran, being the awesome person that she is, to come get my, like, drunk ass up 
at like 10 or 11 in the morning and like it's usually like 500 boxes. I don't even remember what the fuck I bought. What, from like Preto Porto on online no, shopping? Not. My thing is eBay. Oh, really? In the real, real, yeah. So I like, buy a shitload of clothes and like random shit. Like junk. I like, then you have junk. to like send it all back. No, I never no you can't that. eBay you back. back. We have three sinks here that are the wrong size. Right. You know, that shit. <laughs> right. I keep on buying different sinks. I'm like, this one doesn't work. Instead of returning it, I just buy another one. So we have three fucking sinks here. Oh my God. What yeah. you what you like with um, doing a painting, then putting it out in the world and letting someone buy it and you... That's fine. You're fine. You can, you're not, don't you get do too attached to things. No, do you hold stuff back for yourself? I only have two paintings. Right. But that's okay. Fuck it. You know? Mm. I mean, the two I have, I like. And also, it's like, what if, I'm not going to hang this shit at my house. What am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, I just mm-hmm. like having something around for a visit, like something done. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, can you imagine, like, I don't know, like watching your own fucking movies and TV shows, like on, I mean, on loop? No, yeah, no, weird. Yeah, weird. Fucking weird. It's like see it once, narcissist it's done. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. okay, I'm done. Like, you know, anyone makes a video of themselves, they don't want to like look at it. No, you know? no, 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 no. That's true. I, know, so, I always think it must be quite weird if you if you go to someone's house and then they actually the shit. only art they have up is their own. It's like, oh my god, you I mean, live with this? Like, what? Yeah, it's Why fucking creepy. Like, there's a guy we we knew who was just all self portraits everywhere. That's disgusting. You walked in, every every room had like a different self portrait by it in a different style. So creepy. It was like uh, narcissist. Yeah. Sociopath shit. Yeah, I don't have any photos up of me. I don't have anything of my work up. Do really? I? No, you don't actually. That's cool. I anyway, just it's just art. art. But that's that's like what you're saying. Why would you fill your house? And the shit, yeah. my house. My mum and dad's house is just full of pictures yeah, of me. Yeah, different. Yeah, they it's love cute. You and yeah, I'm proud of you. That's a completely yeah. different thing. But like, um, yeah, I would never like, I, like that's why in my house, my apartment, it doesn't really have like art that's like mine because I don't want to look at that shit. I need a break from it, you know. Mm, mm. So like the only things I have hanging up in my house is like I have an amazing Walter Price painting to in a Walter. I Price love drawing. Walter Price. He's have you been the Biennial, the Whitney? Did you see his work there? I saw that painting, which is awesome. The, the orange best goddamn one. painting. So good. I love it. It's that amazing. That was yeah. one of my he's highlights. A, he's cool, too. He's a fucking... He's you a, collaborated with him at one point, didn't you? Oh, my God. They were so bad. Yeah, we made these collaborative <laughs> paintings. They're, like, rolled up somewhere here. They're, oh, are they? Oh, yeah. please. Are no, they accessible? Oh, I can't. No, I'd love to see them. They're fucked up. I'll... When, when this shit ships out, I'll take a picture and I'll send it okay, to you. Okay, cool. I think his work at the um, Whitney Biennial was just one of the greatest things. Oh, he's awesome. We like that in Jennifer uh, Packer. Jennifer Packer's paintings. And Nicole Eisenman on the roof. I didn't see it. I, okay, I'm not going to lie. I literally went to the Biennial. It was fucking packed. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go and get a drink. Uh-huh. And then Fair I left. Enough. But I saw the shit online. And I was like, damn, that's the best one. And I posted it. I was like, this fucking rules. Yeah. Walter's also like a real artist. Like He's like... He is really independent and he doesn't like bullshit and stuff. He just does his fucking thing. Mm. Right. You know, he's like a real dude. Like I, you know, I always trust him with his work. You know what I mean? Like I know he was like really thinking about something and like gives a fuck about it. He mm. doesn't like put bullshit out there because people want him to. You, you can really feel it though. It's yeah. just genuine work and it he's has soul artist. and it feels, it he feels makes it like. For himself. Yeah. He's like and that's, expressing that's himself. The other thing I loved was Brian Bellot's work. Oh, no, I remember Brian going to his studio years ago and he was talking about making the freezer yeah. and he hadn't made it yet. And he was like, the thing is, I think when we transport it, it's going to have to stay plugged in. You should have so seen... he was like really concerned about how he was going to make it. And I was Dude, so proud of him to see that in there. Well, he has a... So he's another studio across the hall from his and he has a fridge in there and the fridge is where he makes all his... He stores all his frozen shit. He went away to like Vermont or something for like two weeks. The power went out. <sighs> And that shit is, like, hair lotion, cat food, like, weird shit. So, basically, he got back. It was, like, full of, like, cockroaches and oh, mice. Oh, I heard that story. And they story. were, like, shitting and eating each yes. other. And, and it was, like, a fucking bomb went off. Yeah. yeah, so he just taped it shut. 
still there because it's like six floor walk up and you can't take it out. Well, and they're all just in, there, in there, like a whole up. ecosystem happening inside that room. Yeah, that is taped up. horrific. I know. It's probably, it's probably killed itself. It's probably like over already. It's probably it's forming like a, a humunculus inside. It's an but it'd be like that Damien Hurst, like life circulating. Oh. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, exactly. Laying, laying eggs, dying, dying, there, growing, laying Brian, eggs. Isn't it? I yeah. Love Brian. Can you oh imagine? Well, you talk about the elements in the work. There's a work in there which is a fan which blows air at you while you're looking at the puff work. It's awesome. So them, them sort of elements going into paintings. Remember, he did it for a fair once with Gavin Brown and. He literally, it was so funny because, like, he wanted to show the calculators or something, and yeah. they're like, nah. So he literally had the fans blow the press releases off the table <laughs> so he could use the calculators as paperweights. You know what I mean? He's cool. I love Brian. He is really cool. Yeah. So, for every um, guest who comes on Talk Art, we have two questions. Mm-hmm. One is um, if you could do an imaginary art heist where you could go any museum and steal an artwork and take it home with you, what would it be? Mm-hmm. I think it would be one of the Ashley Bickerton, Susie self-portrait sculptures. Really? Have you seen those? No? I'll show you. You don't have to answer so you don't sound dorky, but... They're quite so photographic, aren't they? Ashley Bickerton lives in, um, in Bali, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I love his work. I think he's awesome. I, I like him, too. He's fucking cool. They're photographic, like nice aren't I actually they? discovered him in, in New York in about 2005. I'll be honest now. I just thought Ashley Bickerton was a girl. No, no, it's a dude. no, no, no. He's, he surfs. He's really cool. He's like a weirdo. His paints are I was meant control. to go... I went to Bali, and I was going to go to his studio, and then I, I didn't end up doing it. Oh, oh, I don't know no, that one. I don't know. They're fucking cool. Shit, look at this. What year is this? Uh, it's like, I don't know. I think 87. So who was wow. Susie? That was just... I think that's his like uh, alter ego name or something. Where did you see these? I saw in a book a long time ago. I just love his shit. Aren't these amazing? Yeah, they fucking are amazing. Cool. Have you ever used his work in your work? Have no, you but I definitely want to. I mean, they're almost so good, like, I can't make this better. You know? That's cool. That's, That's really interesting. Cool. So so is that what you try and do in the paintings then is somehow take it to a next level? I mean, level? if I can transform it in some way, I right. will. But if it's like already so good, it's like, why fuck with it? Right. You know, like when I did those um, high school drawings from, yeah. from for Karma, yeah. I couldn't alter them. They're just that good. Yeah. You just present them as Do you still work in that? Do you still, you still exploring them? I mean, that was like a one-off thing. But I, lo- I mean, I still look at those books all the time. Yeah. You know, they're great for ideas because they're really emotional drawings. Because high school is when people like actually are trying to really express themselves and actually try hard, you know. So it's like really overworked, and I just there's like an earnesty to that I really like. So great. And but uh, yeah, I would. That's Ashley Pickerton, Susie, self-portrait sculptures. Love that, and I love that I didn't actually know that part of his work. Mm. So thank you. See, for I'm that. not stupid. I know. It's good. <laughs> I never said I you were. Sure the, yeah, the last thing. The last thing is you're, you're definitely not stupid. Uh, the last you. thing is um, we ask everyone, what is your favorite color? I always like saying clear because that's stupid, but clear. Yeah, it's a dumb answer. Um, it's not dumb. It's not like, dumb. That's fascinating. Like a like a varnish, like a just see through. I like see through things, and I also like acrylic. Like, yeah, just like uh, I mean, that could be anything, just a reflection. But I also like shiny, like metallic blue. Oh, like mm. sparkly, glittery, shiny blue. It feels very clean to me. Like you know, when you get the toothpaste with the glitter in it. Which I've only just, got at the weirdly just had for the first time. Cool. We went to the airport and we didn't bring any luggage with us. I love that shit. So we bought some at the thing and it was like a whitening toothpaste which I'd never buy normally. And it's literally like silvery, sparkly. It's so cool. I, glitter, I yeah. screamed when, when I was brushing my teeth. I was like, Russell, yeah. what is this I toothpaste? I told him to shut up. That's my glitter shit. <laughs> yeah, shut up, to just toothpaste. But I'm calm, like, holy fuck, this is cool. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, been doing, he's been very aggressive this week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's just Damn, it, telling me off. Spring fever. Don't go on holiday with Rob. All I do is show love and, mm. yeah. and joy. Yeah, 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 and yeah. he just shuts me down. Look at him. Clear's quite interesting, though, that, that response, because that's also about layers somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you see that in your paintings. Hopefully, if they don't suck, you'll see the layers. You know what I mean? But Do you still have your Instagram? You're still on there, right? Yeah, I don't really put, There's nothing really good on Instagram anymore. What is your handle on it? Psycho John Canoe. Right. Have fun spelling that. Actually, I remember that. When I first met you, I think you spoke about in- Instagram to me as a way of like finding really? images or something. And yeah. I wasn't even using it at that point. You look but then up you hashtags st- of shit. Like, that's right. Do and you then, still use that for that? Yeah, totally. If you yeah. need to find an image and you don't know what it is. Like, I was looking for stick bugs. I just stick bug. Because, uh, you know, a lot of times if you go on someone's Flickr or, or What's Instagram, a stick bug? A stick insect, we'd call yeah. that. Right, right. But if you go on like Flickr or Instagram or like even use a different web thing like Bing or something, you get different image results than anything else. You know what I mean? So mm. they're usually better because they're not the ones that come up right away. Mm. So it's like weirder reference material, I guess. More obscure, right? Yeah. Or just like better angles and shit. Right, you know? right, right. So that's what I use Instagram for, like weird. Like it looks like amateur photography, you know, like drunk photos and shit. It just looks better to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm. And actually, you mentioned that we came to the NYU. No, not NYU. Where new was it? music. Uh, new, new school. New school. Yeah. The new school. And we came to see you do a talk. In front of like I don't know 150 people or something <laughs> in a what are they called like a comp, not yeah a like a uh, lecture theater. a lecture theater do you like, like proper... doing those it depends it fucking depends I don't know I usually if I can get my hands on a beta blocker I will take one before right. the shit or drink during the lecture and tell everyone to snapple you were great though in that lecture it was amazing. and you I like public speaking weirdly because no one has to. I just don't like when people have to ask questions. I like talking at people. I know, but I must say, bring that up because I really wanted to say it in this podcast. Yeah. But you, we were the whole interview. You're with an, another person, an mm. art historian or something, and she said to you something about surrealism, and you were like, no. "I'm not a surrealist. And I'm not even looking at that or something." And then at the end, someone put their hand up and said, "So, Jamie, do you think you're looking at surrealism?" And I was like, "The whole lecture is just, just been about how yeah. anti surrealism." Yeah. I think I came up with like a really cheesy term for what it is, like social surrealism or something. What the fuck was it? Something like that. That was a term. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck these are. They're paintings, you know? Yeah. I have no idea what they look like to other people, too, because I can't tell. I'm, like, so in it. I have no idea what these look like. You know what I mean? Well, they have a cryptic element. You know, totally. the, you, you you saying about how you put those pieces together and it doesn't, like, I'm saying it doesn't follow narrative, but there's... you. You want people to do the work and you want them to make their own narrative up for what they are, Yeah, because right? people aren't stupid. They can figure it out and yeah. they can place their meaning on whatever. The, I'm not, like, you know, I think the other paintings were very direct, but I feel like these ones, like, let people, you know, like, interpret the shit out of it. It's, like, the best part about art, like, the open-endedness. You know what I mean? I think. Or it's so direct that it's almost embarrassingly... Like it's but, stupid, you know no, what I mean? But I, I think your earlier work was much more direct and yeah. sort of like, Narrative. boom, this is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Like watching a film or something and it's being, you know, it's in front of you. But these ones are much more cryptic, actually. Mm. That's really true. And they're almost like they're, there's clues yeah. to solve something. They're almost like mind games or yeah, something. Exactly. And you're going to find a key somewhere and then you can unlock it and maybe it will then open up into be yeah, something like if, else. If you notice all the subtleties, you know, it's, they're more subtle, which I actually think is cool, you know, because I think... If your shit's not changing, it means you're not, like, I guess, growing individually or something, Mm. you know? Or even if your taste doesn't change, I think that's weird, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I'm into different shit, like, every two hours. So, you know, I guess it depends. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think the show will be cool. It's going to be fucking weird. It's going to come up with a title. And do you think, um, because you grew up in New Jersey, right? Mm -hmm. And then how long have you lived in New York? Like seven years, eight years, something seven, eight like years. That. And do you think living in New York has changed who you are and changed the work you make, or do you think not it's really? Just, I no. went to a giant, like I went to art school, but it was in a giant public university, Rutgers. So it's like Penn State or something. So 
everyone, it wasn't like a bunch of like arc fags everywhere. It was a bunch of like biomed students and like engineers and shit, like normal, not arc people. Mm. So I think that just kind of made me a little think about art in like more of like a populist way. Like, mm. you know what I mean? As opposed to like so insular or like referential or something, even though they are referential. You weren't with like minded people, so you were challenged more with. Yeah, or I was just like, you know, I, I can kind of talk to anyone, you yeah. know? So. You know, I may be looking at these, like, you know, obscure, whatever the fuck, but I could, like, talk to the dude at the Dell. You know, I could make a painting that he would be into versus someone who works at a museum. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, or, like, If you can hit all the marks, I feel like you did a so good you, job. So who are the audience for this next show, then? No fucking clue. Right. British people, and I don't think they get my sense of humor, so. <laughs> you know? Like, that's cool, though, because that's, like, art for everyone. That's what you yeah. always say. Art for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we say about talk art, because we're trying to make art an art show for everybody yeah so it's not elitist wait when you guys go or, to the bathroom like when you call the bath what do you call the bathroom toilet. toilet okay so no public toilet no public toilet I was thinking that would be a really good show title but nah no public toilet yeah but it's kind of like two something I don't know or we call it the bog or the loo I hate that word loo loo <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone saying contemplate or tender I hate those two words so much really yeah <laughs> Oh, I love how specific that is. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm contemplate. Long, sorry. Okay, so now we're going to contemplate the tender works of Cheney. <laughs> <No. laughs> in the loo, while sitting in the loo. Yeah, yeah. fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, yes. um, I would like to thank you so much for coming on Talk Art. Thank yeah, you guys it's so been much for having the, me. It's been like the dream. Because you know I've been your biggest fan for years. Forever the best. The OG. Russell's the, the original OG. original gangster. Yeah. One of the I, first motherfuckers on board. I, yeah. I, I think he's like your cheerleader because he actually... He I, is, man. I'd never heard about your work and he would not shut up about it until no. I like fell in love with it as well. No, Russell's the shit. Didn't you even buy like some miniature painting budget? I bought yeah. a stand. Yeah. Yeah. Like the miniature stand. The, so um, funny. Uh, like, I made a little bunch of little paintings for... But they're like tiny, like the yeah. size of my or, thumbnail. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, there was one. No, there's one that's like that, and then two there's inches. two. That, like, okay, yeah. so the size of his finger. It's not that. Yeah, and then thumbnail. there's two. He has like everything. He can get his hands on. It's I awesome. do. I am. Yeah. <laughs> he even bought the fucking ET shirt. I did. That's fucking Which crazy. Which I yeah. went to New York to get. You were working at the that. Karma Gallery. I came yeah. to you and had a thing, didn't I? An yeah. order from you. And him. I totally took that money. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. That Tax season. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to see you in London. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. We're going to black out. For everyone listening, we're going to black out. Again, again. <laughs> For everyone listening who doesn't already know Jamie's work, we're going to post photos on our Instagram at TalkArt, and we will be back very soon. Bye, guys. Bye, Thank everyone. you so much, Jamie. Bye, guys. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to me ramble, everyone. We loved it. Everybody. Big love. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Talk Art with Robert Diamant and Russell Tovey. Follow us on Instagram at TalkArt, where you can view images of all artworks discussed in this episode. Recorded at Spiritland London by Anthony Shaw and edited by Gareth Isles. Subscribe to Talk Art on iTunes and Spotify. Give us a rating and write us a comment. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.